0: what's up guys my name is emerson your favorite manic and melanated photographer hey hey this is alex
1: or you can call me peach
0: your local content creator and fruit enthusiast and, and welcome, welcome to, to the Folkbros Folk bros podcast. podcast this is your go-to show for advice and experiences for content creators from two local photographers from the dc maryland and virginia area we also have our producer shane and our writer juliet now let's dive right in
1: How is that chips and guac, bro? It is fantastic. Thank you for asking. Um, yeah, so I am eating chips and guac, and this is the Faux podcast,
0: Bros Podcast. Let's get it right. Faux Bros. Yeah,
1: Faux Bros. <laughs> yeah. um, Shout out
0: to the Faux Hose, though.
1: No, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> but this is another episode. I'm eating chips and guac because I'm in the celebratory, celebratory mood. This is episode seven. We have a special guest, Kyle Lee. Hello, hello. O- yeah, coming all the way from, where are you coming
2: from? Well, we're all in Maryland-ish, but I'm from the Howard County area, about like an hour.
1: Shout out okay. to Hoco. Hoco. <laughs> so yeah, this is the Foe Bros Podcast, and we are now going to talk about another topic. And today's topic is... Videography. Whoa. I know. <laughs> so many topics we're going to deal with over time, and today is videography, a special one. And we're really going to dive deep into it. And we have Kyle here to help us uh, to kind of give us an insight about it. Because you mm. do this for a living or you do this yep, as a hobby? You could say that.
2: No, I do I do, do it as a profession. I, I do videography for a company in Arlington. Yeah, I, I mainly do a lot of the commercial editing for the videos also. So I'm essentially like taking my own B-roll that I get to edit. Oh, oh nice. nice. Yeah. That's what's up. Man. And you said it was for a company? Yeah, AFA, Air and Space Forces Association. Shout out to the AFA.
1: Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, so tell me about your background. How did you get into this?
2: Well, I first got into it, I feel like a lot of, or I could be wrong. I feel like a lot of people that step foot into videography start off with photography, just since that I feel like has a lower barrier of like immediate entry. So I, I was like kind of taking a lot of photos for friends and stuff since we go on trips a lot. And they all really liked kind of just like having kind of, records of, like, the trips and stuff. And then from there, I started taking, like, a lot of videos and stuff of the trips, and I kind of... I mean, it's really trendy now, kind of, like, the vlogging style, of just going on, like, trips with friends and stuff. So it became more of a hobby. Um, and then, like, I would edit those videos into, like, kind of just, like, montages and um kind of vlog-style stuff for my friends. And then, it, like, kind of just developed from there. That
1: That is actually pretty fire right there. Yeah, because I I, too, I... I keep forgetting the name of the actual camera I got, but it the was in a
0: Sony A7 something. Yeah,
1: no, 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 that's the other one. I oh, mean, okay, the other oh. I have a vlogging camera. It's a Sony XR. Was that what
0: you brought last episode? Yeah, it here? was small, oh, okay. right? Yeah, that small one. What yeah, I like about truth. it is that
1: it's sh- it's small. It's a vlogging camera, yeah. but it shoots in 4K.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like not like unlike my other actual camera, but I decide, but I do a lot of backpacking or camping trips, and sometimes I want to record like yeah. the you know that. And so I got the tripod and everything to bring with me and all that. So, yeah. So I understand, you know, you yeah, do that. Yeah. And because it's because I need to get practice into this. So far, all the videos I've done is, are very
0: meh, you know. <laughs> I if mean, you, same here with me, like I'm working, I'm doing like reels during my shoots and I see other photographers on YouTube and their YouTube shorts. And I'm just like, how can I make this look better, more of a banger no, for and sure. everything? Yeah. So we're glad to have you here, Kyle, really, <laughs> because Peach and I are going to learn a thing or two today. Yeah, no, know oh, we okay. are a lot. about that. Yeah. So teach us. Yeah.
1: But yeah, we're going to really get into that. I really want to know what's going to happen. But we're going to start with the basics and I know you you know this too, when it comes to those, to the basics, you know, like, do you have, well, for you, for example, do you have any signature style that you'd like to do?
2: Less so of a style. I feel like even though I'm, like, doing it as a professional, I'm still pretty, I consider myself pretty new to videography since I started off mainly with photography. I just do know I've been enjoying more, like, still shots and stuff, which is less of a style choice and more just, like, Again, I'm the one editing the footage as well. I'm not just taking the B roll for someone else to edit. So due to like the way I enjoy editing like the commercials and videos I have to do, more like kind of still environment shots and stuff oh, are really useful those. for me. Yeah, just because there's a lot of like text based like transitions and edits they have me do. And I think just having like more of a chill, relaxed background or video footage is usually just if not, like, nice visually. It's just, like, always, like, useful as, like, a fallback if I don't have, like, any other footage to use. So, yeah. Well, that's pretty
1: good, yeah. Because, well, because Emerson, what you do, or at least you can correct me if I'm wrong, Mm -hmm. because when you do your shoots, like, your reels are mostly, like, in a way they're,
0: what what do you call them, portrait reels for the the model? Yeah, I I call it video portraits. Oh, video portraits. Yeah, video portraits most of the time, but... I think I could also add in some other elements into it to make it a little more intriguing because I see my reels don't get enough play sometimes. And I see that average play time and it's like two seconds. And then they're <laughs> yeah. just like, I'm bored. Let's move on to the next one. But yeah, yeah, I've been looking into that. Apparently,
1: this is like coming from people who were just an iPhone, apparently. Mm-hmm. they like, there's this, I forgot his name, but there's this one guy who basically said, if you want a very cinematic reel or video, like a small one, what you would do is, um, so he recorded himself like on the uh, right boardwalk, be- there you right? Go. <laughs> on the boardwalk <laughs> on the boardwalk at a beach, right? And it was sunset. Uh-huh. Maybe this is in Cali. I don't know. Uh-huh. But he was there and he basically put the camera on the other side of the boardwalk and it recorded himself like a silhouette, you know, with the sunset in the background. Mm-hmm. That's That's video one. Video two is like... The reflection of the sunset yeah. on the ocean. So like wow. the, the waves is going in, yeah. And then shot three, video three is a shot of the like a close up of the sunset. Wow. So you do that combination. You know, one two three in that order. That's your cinematic reel.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, I was actually wow. just gonna bring up. I feel like that's one of the bigger kind of transitions from photography to videography. I feel like you usually focus on just like capturing the subject, obviously, in photography, mm-hmm. but like. I don't know. Like, if I kind of like made the realization, if you watch like a movie, you like kind of don't pick up like visually, but like the amount of cuts they have per second is like kind of insane. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. Like, you, especially if you're trying to like catch a, a social media audience, like you can't just record what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I have like a s- small social media following. Even like when I'm like recording myself, like I don't know, like loading a camera with film like you I'm sure you've heard stories of people joking about it where it's like uh, you're doing one thing but you you're doing over and over just to get like three different angles of it (laughs) so that you can cut it together just like I don't know to keep the the cuts and stuff and like you said like the different angles like really keep people's attention I think that's kind of like one of the bigger transitions that I noticed when I switched to videography just like the amount of different cuts you need in different angles
1: yeah we do need a lot of cuts because like, i know with you with emerson with your portrait shoots mm-hmm. which are video portraits like those are pretty there dope in my opinion
0: yeah but like, i think they could be a little bit better but yeah. yeah like for me like for me
1: like i would like to do that but for me i like to slow it so one of the i already told this many times on the podcast but for example one of my favorite i haven't done this yet but i want to i one of my favorite things to film or one of the favorite uh, cinematic videos to just watch and just do on my own is a simple, like, raindrop on a leaf, like, you know, and it's focused on the leaf, and then the background's mm-hmm. all blurry. Just, like, raindrops just bouncing off a leaf. That's, to me, and then that slowed that slowed it down if you shoot mm-hmm. it at a certain amount of frames per second, which I think is 24 or 30.
0: You yeah, slow it down. 60 frames and then put it on 24 <laughs> frames per second timeline.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you do that, and to me, that's very, just, just grand to me. That's gold right there. Yeah. Yeah, and then that's just, that's just me and for me but i also like to do different cuts because it just for me it tells a story
0: and that's how my video portraits are i put it in slow-mo so what yeah. i do is i shoot in 4k 60 frames per second put it on a 24 frames per second timeline and just slow it down by like 60 to 80 ah. percent and then boom you got it then put a little bit of warp stabilization in there and then voila Looks like I might have to follow that advice. Yeah, man. We need to get together and I'll show you my ways.
2: Sweet. Sweet.
0: <laughs> anyway,
1: and we actually talked about this before on the podcast, him and I, but we focus on photography of yeah. what we consider good and bad. Mm-hmm. Now, there is, now, I guess it's a bit sort of controversial because some people might think, like, for example, for us, we think a high saturated photo is pretty bad because yeah. it's, you know, yeah. high, really high saturated. strains
0: your eyes. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so, Let's start with this in your in your opinion, what is considered a good
2: video?: Yeah, that's a really loaded question, but also, yeah, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> again, like you said, I, I guess it's controversial since like any art, anything art related is like quote unquote subjective yeah mm-hmm. I, I, I have the beholder yeah, yeah. I, I think at the end of the day, like a good rule of thumb is just like as long as the decision is intentional, it's like at least you can say it was intentional, like this even the saturation thing, I, I think it can work as long as it's not just like you just increase the saturation for no reason. But for video, again, it's like really depends on what you're trying to shoot. I think just the overall vibe, again, normally when you're shooting videos, it's like more of a story you're telling as opposed to photography. Um, So I think the framing and stuff is like doubly important. Obviously, it's like a huge aesthetic kind of choice for photography, but for videography, it's not just like an aesthetic choice. You have to take into account like, how it like tells the story or like shows what you're recording as well. So, even if like, you know, like again, I was talking about environmental shoots and stuff, like how much you show of the environment, the background, or like you said, like even just like filler shots of like, you know, rain on a leaf or like filler shots of people's feet walking in the environment and stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I in think the city, especially. Mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think yeah. Just really like, Going like hard on kind of the storytelling aspects is like kind of what I think is like the first step during that transition between photography and videography. Yeah, just like otherwise, it just kind of gives off that vlog feel all the time. Which again, oh, for it, sure, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't want your face like going around places or something. I yeah, know, I consider
1: know. that a bit not creepy. Is just too? <laughs> is, this, is this a? You know how you know how there's certain like people who just do that all the time. Like, yeah. like, for one thing that got to me that I actually, I admit, I used to do, it's right. kind of cringe to me at this point, was,
0: <laughs> like, when I first started Instagram, I just did a lot of selfies. And I was like, uh, Yeah, That's know. why my personal Instagram have kind of, like, not done a lot on it because I'm just <laughs> tired I'm, of just every picture being my face, my face, my yeah. face. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, like,
2: that trend now. It's the same vibe of, like, people, when they post on Instagram now, they'll post, like, a picture of themselves and it's, like, a slideshow. And then the next picture is, like, maybe a picture of where they are and the yeah. next picture is like a close-up you know it's like it like makes it a little <laughs> bit less cringy you know yeah. like yeah. kind of showing more what you're doing and stuff as opposed to just a selfie yep. yeah yeah you know? like people get creative a lot
1: with so many different videos and mm-hmm. photography and all the people who aren't even artists but they do their best like yeah well i mean like like some things are kind of cringy to me how do i put
2: this so let's say, um, <laughs> like you're talking about, like the montage, like yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So um, basically, let's say we take a certain celebrity and then they do a lot, like a whole bunch of clips of them of different shows or do or in public or whatever. Mm-hmm. It just keeps flipping around to all those, and then they, with a little fan edit, like <laughs> hearts around, like a vignette with hearts or something. Oh like that. my god, that's a fan edit. I yeah. can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't know. It's just so. Um, <clears throat>
0: Well, okay. that, well, that leads us to our next question we have for you, Kyle. What is a bad video? Oh to, my what do you God. consider a bad video? Yeah,
1: I honestly want to hear this, but yeah. let's see. <laughs> a In your opinion. bad video. Yeah. Like something that you – like you have your own – everyone has their own signature. Everyone, You have your own style too, but what do you think is a video that is – or video style or video that is just – just doesn't really, you know – get a lot of attention for obvious reasons or, like, something that's not really,
2: I guess, artistic, I guess. Something that's bad, you know? Again, I I think... I, I like, keep saying this, but, again, maybe I'm just bringing up because, like, this was, like, the thing that kind of made it click for me. Again, when I noticed, like, how many, like, different shots and, like, cuts you need. Because I feel like when I watch amateur films and stuff at like film festivals. I can like always tell it's not super professional when they'll have a talking shot and it's just one shot for like maybe like five minutes of the person talking. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it just like seems really uncomfortable and like you get really stagnated on like that one shot. But like if you watch like professional movies, even if it's just like a shot of someone talking, like throughout them talking, it'll be like a close up, and then like it'll cut to like a panned out shot, and then it'll cut to like maybe even just like an environmental shot with their voice over the shot. Mm-hmm. I think people just get either one too lazy or too like they just don't think about it to like have all these different cuts because it is like really annoying though, especially like you said for reels mm-hmm. when you're like doing other stuff like maybe shooting a model, it, it's not super viable to like here, let me pretend I'm shooting you real quick and get this angle. And then, like, let me, give me one second. Let me move the camera <laughs> so that I can get, like, another shot of me shooting. But yeah. <laughs> um, I think it, it really, like, I don't know. It makes me really uncomfortable when it's just, like, one shot for, like, way too long. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want to do yeah. I don't like doing that. Yeah. But I, I think that's definitely one of the main things that stick out to me, especially when I'm watching, like, other people's, like, more film-based um, video projects. It's always, like, they, it's, like, Kind of like that. It always feels like that shot, like you know, in like the office where like it's like that interview style shot they yeah. cut to, oh, <laughs> like, like the camera yeah. over there. Yeah, it yeah, like uh-huh. always feels like the actor like knows the camera's there. Like they're just like talking to the camera. Like, yeah, it's just like always like really uncomfortable. Yeah, um, and I mean, of, I did
1: that as a joke sometimes too. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like I, if I'm like I, like I did this in college too when I was just like studying with people. I was like, you know, uh making that. If they do a mistake or something, I just, like, look at the at the <laughs> random pretend camera, like, invisible camera there. Yeah, it's just funny to me, but no, but I get what you mean. Yeah. Totally.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but I'm sure there's tons of other things that make a bad video.
1: Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Like, for me, it's just, like, well, I don't consider this bad, to be honest. But, but you know how people use those vintage-type cameras, and you can see, obviously, a lot of grain, a lot of mm. uh, bad quality. Like, it looks yeah. good in mm-hmm. some you know in a certain way but like not all the time yeah again it has to be
2: intentional i feel it has to like suit the vibe Yeah. i mean that's same with photography right like, like a lot of people add like kind of more vintage or like maybe the color presets they might like like i know it's really trendy right now to like bump the oranges like really warm the photos. orange and teal look yeah, yeah. but <laughs> like it works sometimes but like you can't just do that for every photo, man. Yeah, it's very
0: visco ish yeah. 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 People are doing that with videography lately too. Yeah, I've yeah. seen the LUTs that they're putting
2: on their yeah. videos.
0: I'm yeah. just like yeah. I mean dang. and then you <laughs> see
1: you see all those all those people or companies or influencers, they say, Okay, I have all my LUTs for my sim <laughs> cin- my cinematic pack. You got freaking um uh, <laughs> uh Inception vibes, mm-hmm. you got the Dark Knight vibes, yeah. you got
0: Dunkirk or whatever. Yeah. There's so yeah. many
1: yeah. nightcrawler, all those movies, their LUTs yeah. put in a package so you can
0: buy for 70 bucks or something like that No, it's more like 130 they're like for the <laughs> low more? price oh of 130 dollars i've 130? seen it i've seen it so many times online i'm all like oh wow these luts and i go on the go on the site and i'm all like i don't have 130 yeah right and now. plus i feel like <laughs> it might take
1: a while but i feel like i can do these myself
0: yeah, yeah, sure. you can, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm like, I would
1: rather yeah. just do it myself. It's like cooking too, like
0: yeah. The only the only LUTs I use right now on my videos is the conversion LUTs, going from yeah. C log to Rec 709. Or yeah, I think that's what it is. The yeah.
1: one thing I would consider actually getting, even for, like with money, you know, like mm-hmm. buying, is uh, not the LUTs, but and you can, you can tell me what you think of this, but they actually there's other people who have I forgot the name of this company, but they have a pack of. Uh, transition sounds it's mm-hmm. like cinematic transition mm-hmm. sounds i got one for free like a few good ones i've I, I wish i could remember the name but they but they emailed me and then i could just download whenever it's like cinematic transitions nice. so basically like you have those like a loud sound like that starts small and then fades in mm-hmm. you know like that quickly like that like this like cinematic sounds let's i'm not not my thing i can do it myself but for mm-hmm. sounds i would i would get
2: yeah. yeah sound design is another again like kind of on topic kind of off topic but that's another whole another realm that's like just not part of photography obviously because yeah there's no sound in a photo but yeah. um yeah we that's like yeah, yeah that. another huge thing for videography that you need to take into account yeah is that
1: so. something you also do sound design
2: not not really again like I've like used kind of like packs like you've mentioned mm. um and again like no, like I, I'll do like social media and stuff and that's like I think really important for that, especially with, I don't know, the attention span nowadays, you really need, like, lots of, like, cuts and sound effects (laughs) and stuff. So that's definitely, yeah, really, really helpful. And, yeah, something that you don't really think about if you're, like, more into photography and then you transition into videography. I'm sure you guys have seen the trends of just kind of, like, I don't even know what to call it, like, just, I don't know, just, like, really vibe like serene videos and it's just kind of like the background noise of like maybe a train or just like you know, yeah oh yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah that's always really nice that's um, true
1: yeah. I, yeah I have yet to actually make a find a way to like make it like 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 i said like the train sound mm-hmm. but you can make it background like there's a way to do it i just haven't mastered that yet because i know i think Bilal probably did that mm-hmm. remember his that one video he did like it wasn't the, train From the
0: film festival yeah, yeah. yeah like you can uh-huh. hear the
1: some he did make some sounds background mm-hmm. like yeah, I got to ask him some
0: questions.
2: You just go on YouTube and do YouTube mp That too.
0: The yeah. YouTube University. Shout out to YouTube.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, what kind of camera do you
2: use? At work and stuff, we'll use really high-end Sony cameras and stuff. The problem with that is you're, like, committing to just videography. Most of them, like, don't obviously have photo capabilities, which is completely fine because that's my job when I'm, like, on the job. But hobby-wise and just, like, what I enjoy using as a whole... I just feel like it's more intuitive to have the capability of taking photos and video, depending on what you want, as opposed to like having a rock like a huge video camera and like a photo camera. Oh yeah, um, true. yeah. I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, yeah. Like I, so I have two cameras that I use currently. So I have my Sony A7 II and then my Sony AR no a a a something, but it's a vlogging camera. But the fact that it shoots 4K and the fact that it's compact. Yeah. And, Everything, I can carry that with me so I can do the videos and I can even shoot good photos on it too. Yeah. But I leave all the shooting for photos to my other camera. I take carry those two with me whenever I do a shoot because I like to use both, one for video, one for photos. And I have other equipment with me, but those are the two main things I use. And yeah, so, and do you, when it comes to equipment, do you, do you prefer to have one camera to do everything or do you have different cameras to do something different things you know separately
2: yeah again i i guess we were i didn't even realize it. i, I kind of already answered that but again at, at work professionally i i feel like there's definitely pros to just having dedicated cameras for photography and videography and stuff but just like for the average person if I, I still i personally prefer having one that can do both but like you said like nowadays they have like great really compact, like, video cameras that, like, can shoot in 4K and stuff. If it's something like that, then, like, I think that's completely reasonable. And, like, I'd be able to carry that around with a photo camera. But, again, like, the, the video cameras we use at work are, like, huge. Like, I'm not trying to, like, lug that around with another, like, huge, like, full-frame DSLR or something with, like, three other lenses. So for work, usually I'm just committing myself to just doing videography But out and about with like friends and stuff, when I know I'm going to want to be taking photos and video, I'll either prefer to have one that can do both or I'll have like either a small point and shoot camera on me with a video camera or vice versa, like photo camera with like a small kind of vlogging video camera.
1: Um, Oh, perfect. Yeah, that's awesome.
2: Yeah, similar to what I do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Emerson, do you just,
1: I, I think I've only seen you use one camera, but. Correct me if I'm wrong. Do you use others like for different things or do you just all keep it in one?
0: I mean, for my streaming, I use my Canon Rebel oh. because that's what I was using for years before I upgraded to my R6, which is right over there. But most of the time, my videos that you've seen recently are all on my R6. So, right. yeah. yeah Other, if, uh, if I'm not streaming, I'm using my R6. But if I'm streaming, it's usually my R6 plugged into my laptop, plugged into my Canon EOS webcam utility, and then boom. Got me on Twitch playing whatever <laughs> game. <laughs> Although, but speaking
1: of your videos, I was actually curious about your microphone because it actually looks pretty cool because like,
0: you know, the sound, which, f- which one,
1: the one with the rainbow colors. Oh yeah.
0: That's my gaming microphone. That yeah. is that one. Okay. Uh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's it's a Fifine A eight gaming microphone. I got it from Amazon.
2: Got I the RGB to- on it. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but the sound quality is awesome. And how I do the videos is I record it on my iPhone. And then I also record on my Canon of myself. And I synchronize both audios with the video in Final Cut Pro. And then I get my videos that I do, my awesome. talking head videos from at my desk.
1: True. What
0: was that, like 500 What, the fee fine? Yeah. Dude, it was 40 bucks. Oh.
2: Nice, nice. What? That, that it looks, was forty dollars. That looks dude. super
0: high quality. Shout outs to, me. to Amazon. It's yeah. forty. It's like forty fifty dollars, dude. Not five hundred. And the quality is nice. The quality is pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, and now I know
1: what I'm putting on my Amazon wish list. Yeah, so. man,
0: you can get any. You can get so many good accessories on Amazon yeah, yeah, for fun. the low, and it's always and it's good stuff. So,
1: but speaking yeah. of microphones, when it comes to your videos, do you um, okay. So, Emerson set up his camera over there. So. On the other side of the room. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna describe this camera. Like the, so you see the whole setup there. Yeah. Okay. So he has like the the cattail. He has the the microphone there. Now is that do you use a similar type?
2: Yeah. So again, just like the nature of the work I do professionally, we're usually not having to capture audio of like the actual events if that makes sense because usually just sure. kind of, it's just background noise. No, yeah. it's like talking. Mm-hmm. But just like as backup, I'll usually like yeah, just have a small. like, plugged-in microphone with a cattail on top. Mm -hmm. But, like, I'd say, like, 95% of the audio that we end up using in the videos is, like, recorded in post because they're usually, like, voiceover scripts. But, yeah, something like that set up with just, like, a small cattail microphone on top is, like, Mm. that's usually the most I'll go with. There's just, like, not... I mean, I would just be picking up, like, background noise like 90% of the time. Very true, Yeah. yeah.
1: So is there really, like... Well, I don't know what type of microphone you use your videos but is there like any pros and cons in regards to that for the different
2: again i guess like the biggest pro to having like like higher end microphone attached to the camera while you're recording is just like it's just like a fail safe because there are times where because even when i'm doing a video where i'm like literally shooting the person and they're talking to me we will hook up like an external lav mic to them that like Mm -hmm. records to separate like micro sd yeah but, again, it's just, like, always kind of nice. I mean, you know, like, I feel like that's in the realm of photo and video. It's just, like, backup, backup, backups. Like, <laughs> it's just, like, nice to have a a backup internal mic set up or something. Yep. But, I, again, I, I feel like even, like, quality-wise, I'm, I'm sure there's, like, some amazing... Like, again, the video cameras I use, like, they have XLR inputs and stuff, so you can hook up, like, really nice mics to that. But if you're using, like, a... Camera, obviously, like, I feel like the quality of audio you'll you'll get isn't as good if you just, like, record it externally. Yeah. Um, like, the vibe, I feel like there's, like, that vibe also, which some people like, some people do don't. Where, like, you can kind of tell sometimes where, like, it's recorded externally or, like, in post. Because, obviously, you don't really, like, hear any background noise or anything. Very true. Which, it can be, like, kind of off-putting sometimes, like... Like seems kind of weird because you're not like hearing. It. If you're like in a bustling background, it's kind of weird like just hearing the person. Um, but but again, yeah, I, I think the biggest pro is just like convenience having one like hooked up. But um, I'm a big fan of just labs because like you just, you attach it to the person. It's like small, he's portable.
1: Oh like, yeah, yeah. I mean they they I think they made new ones. I forget, I don't know. I think they. Other companies are copying it, but basically ones you can just clip onto, like a little one, you can just clip onto the person, mm-hmm. yeah. and then you just, you know, and it's like, I think you can even carry it, like you can carry AirPods. Yeah, and yeah. You could get those on
0: Timu. That too, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: now I am honestly thinking of getting it just to twi- try it out. Uh huh. If it sucks, then it sucks. Yeah. But if it doesn't, then I ain't gonna do so much with it. Yep. <laughs> yeah,
2: because
1: yeah, imagine we like use that and then we just go out to do street interviews or something. Oh like, dude, that will be <laughs> Yeah, we're not we're not uh, probably we're not gonna do it in deep DC, no, no. We're yeah. probably gonna do it somewhere else. Arlington. Arlington, Arlington. Clarendon, <laughs>
2: wherever. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> but maybe even a street meet. We never know what might happen.
0: Very true. We
2: never know. But anyway, do you think it's Mm -hmm. important?
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Kyle. So you were telling us earlier that you started out in photography. So I got some questions for you here. Why do you believe photographers should invest time in learning videography and vice versa?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. I think, again, like storytelling is a topic I keep bringing up a lot. I think, like, photography is, like, very broad, but I think if you're kind of the type of photographer that shoots mainly models, I know you guys do a lot of, like, modeling shoots and stuff. Yeah, we do. I I think it can teach you, again, maybe it's, like, not useful for you guys if you're, like, dedicating yourself to just modeling shoots, but I think it'd be useful just to learn how the environment around the subject and stuff can be, like, lend itself to being interesting subjects in of itself, Um, because I know, I'm not sure if you guys ever do, like, street photography and stuff, like, Every now and then, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get into it. Yeah, like yeah. doing more like candid doing. subjects and stuff is really nice. Um,
1: okay, true. Yeah, yeah. true. Um, but I mean, it is. I mean, I think it is important to learn because, like, I start with like film photography. Yeah, yeah, and I think Kyle, you call you dabble in that a yeah. little bit. Yeah. So I do. I dealt with that first, and then did photography digital, and then eventually learned everything with Photoshop and so on. And then now videography is something I'm jumping into because. I really, I really want to, I said this before, I really, really want to get into it so I can get a drone. Yeah. Those drones. Oh my
2: God. The
0: yeah,
1: drone Where drones do you live you
2: again?
0: Saying. Huh? Where do you live again? Where do I live? Yeah. Uh Oh yeah. You, you live outside of DC. Okay. Yeah. Still though. DC I just, is like a no drone zone <laughs> and I live in DC, so I can't really have a drone at all. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I live near, well, I'm not
1: going to say it out loud, but I live, but I basically live near, let's say Fairfax. Okay. You should be in the clear then. That's what I think. But then there's always some sort of. There's something there. Because, like, in in fairness, there's like a courthouse. Yeah. And then in addition to that, you have other. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. There could be some government building around it that I don't even know of.
0: For all you out there that are interested in drone photography, please look up your local laws before (laughs) launching that in the air. Because you don't want to be hit with a fine or a subpoena to federal court or something like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Same thing happens even if you, you. well, actually, this is separate, but like shooting a, like, you know, laser pointer up in the sky and then there's a plane coming by and you don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. a helicopter. Yeah. Something uh-huh. like that, too. If it's if it's a federal helicopter. Oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> so, may God help you.
2: <laughs> but yeah, drones one day. One day. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll move somewhere. They're becoming more and more accessible the price wise. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I
1: saw one at Costco for like 120 bucks. Yep. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah I don't even know if it's good, but it was pretty. <laughs> it was a pretty
1: cool looking drone. But honestly, I there's better ones out there maybe. Mm-hmm. There's even ones that are, like, this small, like the
2: palm of your hand.
1: Yep. Interesting, cement so, technology.
2: Again, just, like, going back to, I feel like, I'm sure, like, social media is, like, huge for artists nowadays. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Even if you hate having to post, like, you kind of need to just find clients or work. That's true. Um, and, like, just having, even just, like, rudimentary videography skills, like, just to, you know, post videos or, like you said, reels. Even if it's just, like, for that, it's just, like, really useful. Because I feel like people think posting, like, reels and stuff will be, like, easy. Like, hardly any videography skills needed. But honestly, like, it's harder than professional work sometimes. Because professional work, I just do what the client asks. Like, like once it's made, it's made. But, like, for social media, you're, like, trying to like, the client's not there yet. You're, like, trying to grab people's attention,
0: yeah.
2: and it's, like, really hard trying to keep people's attention, so you know, yeah, having good video skills will definitely help with that.
1: Yeah, you need something to spark your interest. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because I think you, like, with Emerson, this is going back to his video portraits, so yeah. I feel like those make you stand out, because I know whenever I see those, like, whether it's on a story or a reel, I'm, like, I see the, the color grading, I see the way it's shot, I'm, like, Son of
0: Sanchez. <laughs> yep. Got to build your brand. Yeah. Got to do that.
1: But videos are coming, so keep an eye on my content. Like, you'll see. I have one with a local model. It's amazing. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, so when it comes to, like, specific skills and techniques, I know we already, you know, broke down some. But a lot of cinematic legends even, like, they have their own techniques that they even got their own name for. it. Mm. Like, even when they do certain I guess cinematic masterpieces. Yeah, I don't know if this is considered one, but I guess it's more acting. Actually, I was gonna talk
2: about the Kubrick stare, but that's more acting. If anything,
1: that's not really videography.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely does deal a lot with the the angle, like that really wide, fishing-eyed, like kind of angle. But okay, then I'll continue with it. We can talk, um, we can talk right now. It's like a, I'm sure you guys have seen like the whole. Wes Anderson like vibe is a huge trend right now. Oh, I'm the not
1: whole, sure if, oh, yeah, the whole pastel, but then, yeah, like that's been a, yeah, people trend. started doing a trend on that. Well, that maybe the trend ended, but I do, I did actually like the way the transitions worked and then the pastel yeah. colors. Wes Anderson is a, is a genius, but looking at that, like, like I'm not saying in my opinion, I, I, I'm like, he's a good director and then a good filmmaker, but there are other directors there that I think are, you know, more ma- like, yeah it's a little better sure.
2: but i mean that's like kind of what happens when you have a really distinct style it's yeah. like people remember you like,
1: no yeah, yeah that's true yeah. that's true you need to be it's good to be remembered and you know different than everyone else like that's why my name for my photography name or my instagram handle is like something different than like i'm not gonna put my first and last name yeah. to stand out i did peach like my favorite fruit my favorite color and then photography so peach magenta And then that's how I got the nickname. So for Emerson, it was you are. Son of
0: Sanchez Photography.
1: Yeah. And just to dive in, why did you name yourself that?
0: That's an homage to my grandfather. Yeah. And that's Uh, something also memorable. That all the men in my family, we have SOS tattooed on us for Sons of Sanchez. So so I decided to name my photography, Son of Sanchez Photos. Nice. nice. (laughs) And that's the origin story right
1: there. But again, so, you know, there's different skills and techniques. That different photographers and videographers they do. So what is one that's basic, you know, for anyone to kind of if they want to dive into videography, what can they which
2: one can they do to learn? Um, like I I feel like transitions (coughs) sorry. (coughs) Oh God. You good (laughs) over there? Um, Yeah. I'm like so (laughs) sorry. (coughs) Yeah, I, I feel like if you're just getting into videography one of the biggest things you'll kind of run into is how to make transitions look okay. nice as opposed to just, I don't know, like, you don't want, like, a barn door transition effect between your clips. So, like, <laughs> zoom, <laughs> like, framed um, zoom in and zoom out shots are, like, great where you kind of, oh,
1: done that, like, yeah.
2: yeah, you, like, kind of frame up on something like this, like, you can't really do this candidly, like, or mm-hmm. maybe you could. You could go out and search for something after your first shot, but, like, lining up stuff with, like, similar silhouettes to kind of, like, transition in and out of can be really nice. Again, like, I think just finding creative ways, because, again, you're going to ideally be cutting and transitioning a lot if you're making a longer-form video. So finding ways to do that in more of a cinematic, I think is, like, an instant way to kind of boost the quality of your videos and make them just, you know, that, that cinematic look just, like, immediately stand out compared to other people that are just, like, doing random jump cuts. No, yeah. I mean, jump cuts are cool sometimes, but I do, but yeah, they're kind of overrated, aren't they? Yeah, I I think like, I mean, if you're not like, if it's not a cinematic video, if you're just doing like, like vlog style thing, like obviously yeah, you don't need to do crazy cuts and stuff, but I think good transitions will like always just be like a boost to the video overall.
1: Yeah, like what I think, I consider this a mistake on my part, but sometimes when I first started doing videos for my for myself, I, I, did a tra- I did a lot of fade in transitions, but with each clip. And I feel like I was overdoing it right there. <laughs> I did fades with every single transition. And I'm like, oh, man, this is too Like, It makes sense for it to be beginning and end. But yeah. then doing it throughout each clip,
2: I kind of got, yeah. I was
1: like, oh, man, I don't know. I will
2: this. admit, it's, it is like, that is definitely like the ideal cop-out transition. Like, if I don't know <laughs> what to do, yeah, just like crossfade or something. Yep, but yeah, very much. Yeah.
1: yeah. I I, I re, what i the like when you've mentioned zooming in like what I really what I automatically thought of like one that I haven't mastered yet I've almost got it is the dolly zoom. Yeah, yeah. That one I really want to master but I think I need well I'm able to do it with my phone. I don't think I can do it with my actual camera yet unless I I think I need like a <laughs> I think I need like a like a piece of wood or something from Home Depot no, with wheels don't on really it. I think you need that. I, <laughs> I tried. I got like, my own. Like I got like a what do you call it? A gimbal can, and everything.
0: And you then,
2: can technically do it in post. It's called a yeah, keyframe. Yeah, keyframes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What? Um, it takes a lot more pre-planning. It though.
0: takes a lot yeah. of pre-planning. Yeah, um, keyframes where it'll zoom in with the. It's it's something that your video editing software would do. That it'll mimic the dolly zoom for you. How come I haven't seen you do that yet? I know, (laughs) because I haven't thought out anything to use it.
2: right yet. I might do it soon. Another really easy one is just like a pan across. Like if you have something pan in front of the video camera or you're moving the camera itself just to get that motion. It's essentially just like a slide cut, but like it has more visuals to it. Like
0: in the classic,
2: it's just like someone walking in front of the camera, like like really (laughs) close, and then it like that's easy yeah that's easy to do. Yeah, yeah, easy to do. To like,
1: yeah, if anything so. I, if just if you like set up your own camera with a tripod you can even walk in front of it yeah, but like yeah. not to a point where you're blurry but you know like this way you know no one will recognize you but that makes sense yeah I actually like that it's very cinematic because there's even emerson might actually well so remember you know that photographer beware my fuji
0: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah, he's on Com-
1: instagram he commented
0: Check out. on my post i went i went crazy yeah i am
1: yeah no i saw that you sent it to me and i'm like i am peanut butter and jealous right now i was like oh my gosh i know because i i have to start commenting on his now because i want that attention because i'm like
0: bro like how do you I get just this commented on one photo that popped up on my feed and i was all like this is fire and then all of a sudden my notifications blew up like this like this like this and he went amazing work man and i was all like <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't expect that. I know like it's you're not like I went on a hunt to try to get him to, like he, he just went on and I know if I saw <laughs> that one of my veins would have bursted at that point. <laughs> like I was like, whoa.
1: If that happened to me, yeah. yeah. But not yet. So maybe I'm gonna do that. But yeah. beware my Fuji. A Great photographer. So his style, he uses a Fuji film.
2: Yeah, I love again I i you know who Fuji. Is? No, no, but like I, I'm a big fan of Fuji also. So Yeah, Fuji
1: that. Fuji film is I haven't dabbled into that, but yeah, I feel I like either. I honestly I feel like I have a so so I had a Nikon, then I have a Sony yeah. now. Mm-hmm. If I end up upgrading, I might do a Fuji film. I, I like Fuji.
0: I might I might pick up a Fuji just oh. to have it. Yeah, know, no, same. In same. my arsenal, really. Yeah. But yeah.
1: yeah, so I'm waiting. Or a uh uh, I think it's Panasonic, but it's, like, Lumix. I don't know.
0: I've, Lumix are good. Yeah. A lot of the music video uh, videographers I know, they use Lumix. Yeah, no, I'm I trying to. I swear by it. I haven't, deci- <laughs> I haven't decided. Yet. It's either Fujifilm or yeah. Lumix for
1: me later. Yeah. But anyway, um, so beware my Fuji. The photographer, what his style is, um, he he does, as far as I know, he does all his editing on his camera.
2: Yeah, that's a great thing about Fuji. Yeah. Baking, basically baked in, like, presets or let's essentially
1: like he what he does is i think this is in san diego for example he filmed a like a train station or something but it's all silhouette like it's a video of people walking by and then he changes the color from like 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 light green and you can only see like the silhouettes of people walking by and then sometimes he takes shots of well i guess the same thing people just biking around and all that And then layers it with another photo of like upside down or something like that. Multiple exposure. Yeah, multiple exposures all in the camera.
2: Yeah, double exposures are great. I just did like one of the like first things that made me blow up. Again, this isn't video related, but like I think the first video that made me blow up on TikTok was um, talking about like double exposures, like with Mm -hmm. because like double exposures like were born from film photography, just because you're like exposing on the same frame. Yeah. But um yeah, I've been seeing people do it like digitally and stuff and it's like really cool. Yeah. yeah. I've done I, that like twice already. I just I found get...
0: out my Canon actually does that. I did not <laughs> know it. Yeah, it does double yeah, exposure. Yeah. yeah. See, I now... just it's just a mode I have to hit enable and then I can do it. Yeah. Does it actually say double exposure mode? It says multiple exposure, but I Okay, can I got to look into triple, my yeah, go into your settings,
1: man. No, I gotta. Yeah, I gotta check that. My, my camera might have that. I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, a lot of them do. It's just like no one uses. No it. one, no one knows that they
0: have it until you go to your settings and you're like, oh, what in the
1: world? Now I gotta see that. <laughs> I gotta search it up. Like, let me see.
0: Um, yeah, I found that out like two weeks ago, and I was all like, I've I've had this camera for months, and I never knew I had this
2: feature. <laughs> yeah, you should experiment with that for some. That'd be really yeah. cool for some um, portrait mm-hmm. stuff. I guess the problem is you need, like, I guess, usually... Or I guess you could do double exposures with, like, two images of the person. Yeah. But if you're trying to do, like, more... But it's going
0: to have to frame it well. Yeah. That's the one thing. Yeah. I can't just do two just random pictures. and This has to be, like, good composition.
1: Okay, looking into it, I think it might have it. Or maybe it's the A7 III that has double exposure. So True. But I'll have to, you know, play around with my camera. Anyway. Okay, so... In regards to videography, would you say you have knowledge about career prospects or potential careers in regard- to, regarding videography? Like, your own insights on it. Sorry? Like, your own, like, what will you know.
2: Oh, oh, yeah. Again, like, I guess from more of a, like, freelancer point of view, I think it's always, like, just an added benefit if you can do videography, right? For clients, especially, like, a lot of people might want to be posting videos and stuff. I know even, like, wedding photography is, like, really popular. Oh, I think yeah. a lot of people have been wanting, like, kind of more, like, you know, videos of the wedding as well. I know a lot of times they'll, like, hire a separate videographer, like, try and take videos and photos, like, yeah, it really is hard. But, like, as a, for, like, jobs specifically dealing with videography, again, like, I, I feel like, obviously, like, fo- photography and videography share a lot of similar elements where it's, Like, event shoots, there's a lot of times they want, like, video for the events. I haven't done any. I know there's a guy that works with us also that has done, like, event shoots. Like, not photos, like video. Just even, like, stage events. Like, it's honestly, like, really easy. Because those types of events, they usually just want you to, like, plop down a tripod and, like, record the stage, essentially. For the whole event, there's... Again, I think it's just, like, an added benefit career-wise to at least know how to, like, set up audio and video because a lot of the jobs won't even, like, need you to do anything cinematic. It's, like, do you know how to, like, set up a video camera on the tripod and, like, get audio from the stage and just, like, record the event? Yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um,
2: Interesting. Yeah. Honestly, a lot less work sometimes than, like, shooting photos for an event because you're having to, like, run around, like... Yeah, it's, like...
1: I assume you've shot and, you know, recorded a wedding before.
2: I I actually haven't. Like, I've done, like, photo events, and then, like, I kind of just jumped straight into videography for the company I'm working at now. Because, like, half the reason they got me on was, like, less my... Half of it was my video experience, but a big part of it was the fact that I could, like, edit. Because otherwise they would have had to... Like, not just... Just because you know how to take videos doesn't mean you can edit videos, and I don't mean just, like, clipping together, like, I, you know, like, so that was, like, a big plus for them, and it ended up working out because I I think there can be a lot of strife sometimes between when you have a separate videographer and a separate video editor, because, like, the video editor might, like, have a vision or be annoyed when it's, like, oh, like, I would have preferred if you got more, like, still shots, or, like, it would have been nicer if you got more, like, motion shots, but, like, since I'm shooting all the video, it's, like, it... I know what I want if I'm like missing a shot then it's like on me I guess since I'm putting the whole thing together but sorry that was like a tangent but I haven't shot like weddings and stuff I've mainly (laughs) shot like events like yeah like I don't even know what like just events in general like recently we just had like a big convention I was having to shoot like more still type videos of the stage but also just like there's a whole expo hall. They wanted me to take videos of, like, the sponsors and their booths and stuff. And just, like, people kind of mingling around the convention.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have a friend who is actually a photographer in the area.
2: <laughs> he uh,
1: he does similar stuff. So he actually, so aside from the type of shoots he does with it in studio with models and all that, mm-hmm. he also does, uh, he, he breakdances himself. But oh, he also goes to breakdancing events and shoots them. Is this Isaac? Oh, yeah, that's sick. Yeah.
0: Yeah, shout outs to
1: Crunch Rap, AWR on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, Isaac, a good friend of ours. Um he 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 does he does a lot of breakdancing himself, but he focuses on uh photogra- photographing uh events mm-hmm. with breakdancing. Event up uh, like competitions and all that, you know. And so like from the from what I see, it's it looks pretty good. I mean, his experience is pretty good overall from all the ones he went to in That's different places around the US or whatever. And uh, yeah, but when it comes to weddings, I, yeah, I never done weddings. I guess I was offered
0: at one point,
2: but I've heard some horror stories. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's part of the reason why I don't do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Shout outs to my wedding photographer, Cicely and Kevin. Yeah. As far as Procopio photo, check them out.
1: Yeah. As far as (laughs) I know, like Emerson described really well that one photographer did a, an amazing job Mm -hmm. and their backup. Apparently Mm
0: -hmm. second shooter, Kevin, they are both phenomenal.
1: Yeah, see I can never do that cuz like for one thing sometimes well for one thing you have your own contract that you have to do. Yeah. And then sometimes the uh, people they don't abide by that contract. Like for example, they don't feed you. Yeah. Like and they don't have food for like for you or they say you can't eat there and I'm like, Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I'm we like We made sure to to have food Set aside for them, and for them to like take like a five minute break just to eat because they were like at our Airbnb at seven a.m. and to at our wedding till like eleven p.m.
2: Yeah, it's rough. So, yeah and it's not like events like it's like essentially all candid, right? Like you're not mm-hmm. having like you're taking photos of the people there, but like mm-hmm. weddings, you got like you're like herding sheep, man, because like yeah. you need like. Exactly, yeah, yeah, like we had to take all the family photos yeah.
0: and all that stuff, we had to get everybody all posed up right it's it's a whole lot of work, yeah, doing... and in the end, it's probably like seven thousand photos or something. <laughs> it was a lot. We have like nine hundred photos, eight hundred wow. nine hundred photos, but like we're we're looking at getting them framed and everything, wow. but like after seeing that and experiencing it, I was just like, I can never do weddings <laughs> <laughs> yeah. could never
1: do weddings and plus you know you it was um like imagine you have a drone and it would be cool to have a video of your wedding like start like. You know, it, mm. you know the drone coming around, like recording your venue or whatever. That's
0: yeah. actually pretty popular right now. A lot of people yeah, have I been like doing that. that with yeah, the drone wedding photography and videography. Yeah. It's like it's mind blowing. It's just amazing yeah. to just look at. But
1: <laughs> yeah, no, but it's, but still, like I wouldn't do that myself because yeah. I just I just can't with that because yeah. I have no because
2: you know it's just me. <laughs> but
1: i just can't <laughs> yeah yeah
2: because like a model it's like it's just you and the model like, exactly yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly like some of the like obviously the bride and like like groomsman and stuff like
1: and they to deal with everything yeah else. like
2: but like you know random family members it's like trying to herd them and they're like i don't want to take a photo like it's like yeah yeah because you got rough.
1: you know a lot of family members there you don't want to really <laughs> i guess
0: deal with all that yeah. like that's just me mm-hmm. i just can't I feel that. yeah and you don't know who you got beef with or whatever or something. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, like, I like the a, photographer may not know who you have beef with. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, take a picture with this and this. And you're all like, no, nah. <laughs> F dumb, <bloke.
1: laughs> Well, I mean, worst, I mean, that's a worst case scenario, though. Like, I seriously doubt that I'll meet a client where a client reaches out to me and then they just happen to know someone I I don't have beef with, yeah. have beef with or something. But I doubt it. No, no, he meant no. Like, no, no, I'm I, talking
0: about like the photographer doesn't know what part of your family you're beefing with, so they'll make, oh, they'll oh. have you pose up with somebody that you have problems with. <laughs> yeah, like, that yeah, that'd be pretty bad too. <laughs> Just be awkward. Yeah, yeah. Always disclose everything, all the information to your photographers at your weddings or any events to avoid any conflict. <laughs> <laughs> always, always, please,
1: because you know you don't want to yeah. make any mistakes. So, so moving on. To a little, a little fun topic, and this topic is, I we wanted to ask this for a while. Yes, because we really want to see. We'll probably ask this again to others, but I really want to know the opinions of a videographer. Okay, so here we go. Yeah. So this is in regards to AI and deep fakes So th- obviously, we go around everywhere and on social media and on TikToks and everything. Like it's been, it's everywhere. AI is mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. You can just type in a few words. And you can generate
0: anything. Yeah, Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: have you used it so far in any of your photos or videos
0: or photos? I want to, I don't use Photoshop a lot. So I really want to use that AI generative. Yeah, it's generative. Yeah. Is nice for I just, I want to play around with that. I just have to get a shoot that I could actually use that. Yeah. Okay.
1: I've yeah. dabbled with it a bit myself because, well, all over Photoshop, not only can you generate stuff with AI, now they have this tool. Where you can uh circle around a certain subject or something you don't want in the picture,
0: and, and replace AI, it with
1: something. Yeah, with AI, will just yeah. look at the background, and be like, okay, we'll just replace it with that. And oh, it wow. does it, it very clean. Wow, it does it very clean? They do that. So you also have smoothing of the face and skin. AI does that too. AI does that now. Well, well I mean, it's been doing it for a while. Yeah, like, like
2: if you think about it, filters are like. Yeah, true. Not AI, but like, well, they have a all yeah uh-huh. Yeah,
1: if in Photoshop, they basically if you go to neural.
0: Photoshop fil- made it relevant. Yeah, yeah <laughs> if you if you go to if you
1: go to neural filters on Photoshop, uh-huh. and then they'll yeah they'll have filters and then neural filters and then you go in there. Uh-huh. They have a smooth, like they have a bunch of stuff you can do, but they have smooth. The very top is smooth skin. Mm-hmm. You press that, automatically
0: smooths the it skin automatically, and it automatically detects the faces yeah. and everything, bro.
1: No, <laughs> the no. I mean, future is here. No, and then you can even adjust the smoothness and the blur. And then what uh-huh. I usually do is, if I do that, sometimes, uh-huh. um, I basically, I do that, and then I lower the opacity. Mm-hmm. So this way, it like doesn't look like a video game. Yeah, it game.
0: it looks yeah. more natural, and exactly more real. Yeah, because a lot of people go crazy with yeah. those filters. Yeah, and it just, just looks plastic. Yeah, you know? it just looks like ugh.
1: yeah. Like I do that, like not all the time because I like to do it myself sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you know, but sometimes I do it just to make it quick. Yeah, and if it you have work. like a batch of like yeah hundred yeah. photos, it's because like, yeah, so that's what I do to make it faster. But yeah. it just really helps. It, it does a great job at it mm-hmm. most of the time. But that's just. But you see, AI does a lot here, yeah. but. You also have, like, I consider it as a downside, all these deep fakes. Because it has r- pros, I guess, sometimes, but I see a lot more cons, to be honest. Yeah, because
0: people yeah. are making up, like, yeah. crazy videos and putting, like, a and a famous person's face on it to make it seem like they're built they're like doing something they're not supposed to be doing or scams
2: there's or like, scams yeah. too yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah like even with the phone calls nowadays like yeah. even on the phones now like mimicking a family member's voice or something yeah, making crazy. you get all this money and send it to them and you're not really sending it to them you're sending it to some random that, bro
1: there are tiktoks and uh, accounts and everything out there with random people uh-huh they just happen to look like some celebrity, and then use deepfake to just enhance that.
0: That's dude. Disturbing. There's a Jenna Ortega
1: lookalike on on. on oh, that's on, creepy. I know, and then they just like do random. random I don't want to see that. I saw, <laughs> I, I saw a Tom Cruise deepfake. I saw, yeah, um, yeah, the
2: Tom Cruise one. Oh, really the I Tom like Cruise estate. one. I've seen. Yeah, that was yeah. so realistic. Yeah, it
1: yeah. looks way too real. And then there's the, an
0: Elon Musk one too. Oh my. God.
1: I know this one account tried to put a video. Uh, I guess a scenes from a movie with Elon Musk's face on the on a character, oh, lord. and then trying to tell the story of Elon Musk from back then. <laughs>
0: oh lord!
1: And I'm like, and then and you can obviously tell it wasn't real because that Elon that character with the Elon Musk face. Gosh. It was he had like a dark tan. He was balding a bit. Oh lord! I'm like, <laughs> who did this? Like, there's no way. To, yeah, and then you have a bunch of they do a bunch of celebrity stuff like that, and then yeah. um. Yeah, to a point where it's just become just weird. And then not to mention, people tend to use it to blackmail people now.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah. it's
1: crazy. Yeah. So my question to you is, <laughs> with all these deep fakes and AIs, what effect do you think has this on the uh, future
2: of videography? I guess it's it definitely has a way bigger impact on, like, the... I don't know how to put it. Like, I mean, all videography, I guess, is creative, but more like the artsy videography, because stuff like wedding videography or event videography, I think AI won't really touch that because you need, like, videos of the actual event. Like, no one's going to be, like, like, create AI video of, like, convention. (laughs) Like, it's just, like, anyone at the convention is going to be, like, what, that is not... Or, like, no one's going to want an AI video of their wedding. But for the more artsy, like, movie-type stuff or, like, things like that, it, it is definitely reaching into that. Um Not in a good way, in my opinion. Yeah, like, I'm not, like, a mega detractor of AI. I, I think if used as more of a tool as opposed to, like, the full medium, it can be interesting. Like you said, like, just because you, like, generate, like, oh, like, a little bit of the sky was cropped out. Generative fill, like, add some sky. Like, you still took, like, the photo. Um There's nothing, like, wrong with using that as a tool, mm-hmm. but... I don't know. I I think it's, it stands to reason how it's going to affect videography so far. It's more like, again, like animation and stuff like, like that type of, like, I I don't know if that's like videography, but it's like motion. I I guess kind of like, yeah,
1: there was this one trend where I don't know exactly know what it's called, but I think they, they use, you can tell they use AI, but basically I guess the person in the video just like jumps and it's like a freeze frame. And then the AI basically takes that image and then puts a bunch of weird trippiness. Yeah, like to psychedelic it. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then it like, all is all sudden suddenly turns all demonic and all yeah, that. Yeah.
0: In the world. You
1: never yeah. seen that trend? No. Yeah. It's it's with like a very like EDM-ish type like yeah, background I mean, song. It's to basically
2: it. like analyzing the image and like Like it's analyzing the silhouettes of the image and it like constantly like morphs into something else that matches the silhouette While also rotating like, 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 you know, like it's it's like rotating the room
1: and all that. But Um, it's pretty, it was pretty cool. for But I'm like, there's so many stuff you can do now. Like, cause I thought it was going to stop at all these AI art you can, that people do. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And then all of a sudden, like there's videos of like, well, a girl doing some random dance like to to a TikTok sound or something, like a trend. Mm -hmm. And then someone takes that video and it makes it like Cleopatra dancing. And then you can see the background with pyramids and all that. Oh, that is so it's creepy. It's the same dance, so Yeah, Cleopatra's dancing, like removing her hips and all that. That twerking. is so
0: creepy. And dude,
1: they done that with uh, making it a very 1920s type of vibe. Uh-huh. With the same video of some suffragist or something just like doing some random dance. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like interesting of how far this has gone.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Videos and then AI arts and. Like I thought it was I thought I was like pretty ups- upsetting with the whole AIR to a certain degree and then now you have all these videos coming out and I'm like oh my god I just can't take this anymore. Yeah.
2: For like it's going to take a while for it to like ever reach like stuff like film and like movies. It better not. But stuff like B-roll if you're like oh I need like B-roll of like you know a bird flying through like a skyline obviously where once you would have to either find a pre-made one or, like, somehow hire someone. Yeah, stuff like that. AI could definitely slowly, like, take over stuff like that, which is definitely unfortunate. But honestly, I feel like traditional art is more at risk because, again, it's, like, much easier for AI to create, like, an art piece because if an art piece has, like, it doesn't need to look hyper-realistic. It's, like, a drawing. But, like, AI, like, people and stuff, a lot of times it still has kind of that uncanny valley um, and it would just be, like, weird, like, again, unless it's, like, animated, the actors, someone's going to have to do the voice acting stuff, but, again, like, AI voices is becoming a thing and stuff, so yeah. I want to say, like, AI, like, real people is going to take a while to become a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But there's already, yeah, like, AI-created animated shows. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah.
0: Cause, I cause, think cause, I saw one video that literally looked like a real, like, TikToker was making the video, and then come to find out it was AI. It looked like a real person yeah. just talking to the camera. Hey, guys, I just got back from the beach, blah, 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 blah. And I'm all like, wait, that's not a real
2: person? Yeah, it's real. Yeah. Like, like less like AI professional is scary. stuff like that, yeah. like personalities, like yeah. social media influencers and stuff. I think that's where AI is going to like,
0: yeah, there's slowly there's slowly a few AI influencers. Yeah. Like, they're not real people. Yeah, dude, I, there,
1: I think there was an AI influencer that's like an anime girl. Like, it's like
0: that's I, I know it not this far. I'm like,
1: no, I just can't.
0: It's so creepy. Yeah, and
1: I and then like to think that it very had very struggling beginnings. Like, you ever seen those photos with AI photos? Yeah, of, um, you ever, remember the. Oof. remember the one with uh, someone made an ai photo of trump running away from the swat team or the <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> that one was funny to me i'm but i'm like wow really it looked realistic to me i thought he actually ran away from officers yeah but no he that was all fake yeah but yeah i really did um at first you can at, a while ago you can tell ai didn't do that well because you can see
0: photos like your, their hands, they just didn't get yeah, that. Yeah, I did right. that whole thing where you made like a LinkedIn photo and my
2: fingers were yeah, all screwed up. Yeah, yeah. three of three uh, fingers three were three all fingers. like elongated yeah. and all that. Yeah, but it's slowly getting better. We're definitely in like a, I mean, this, like, we're in like another technology renaissance, I feel like. Cause like AI has been a thing for a while, but it's like been kind of just like funny. Like AI, like, voice has always like kind of, you could tell it's like kind of robotic y. But, like, the sudden jump to AI just kind of being a joke gag to, like, now super realistic is, like, pretty impressive, but also scary. It's, like, kind of like how in, like, I mean, we all grew up kind of around that time, like, early 2000s. It's, like, mm-hmm. we went to flip phones so like, the jump to smartphones was, like, such a drastic yeah. jump. Like, it wasn't progressive. It was, like, just instantaneous. I yeah. feel like that's how AI is. It's, like, I swear, like, when AI came out, it was, like, I was like, how did we get from this to like, I swear, like last year, it was like AI was just like, oh, haha, like robotic y voice you can mm-hmm. type in. Yeah. Like,
1: but yeah, but AI and D-Pix and all that's really gone so far. But I, I, to this day, I like, I, I despise it to a certain degree. I, like, it, it can work with some background stuff. Cause like with my photography, I, like for the banner that we have, Yeah, I used it in order to record. Oh, the, you did? You didn't notice? No. I didn't know
0: you. You? Oh yeah, on your side yeah. matches my. Oh snap! You know what? Yo. Yo, I did not even notice that.
1: You see how good I made yo, it? That, I was made it work? that was dope. That was. I had to do some editing, some erasing, and all that. But uh-huh. I did. You? Wow! Would, it took a while, but uh-huh. I wanted to recreate it. Uh huh. So I basically just said two lasers, like firing, and all uh-huh. that, and then it generated that. Wow. Based
2: That's on awesome. what your
1: image was. So. Uh huh. That's awesome yeah so I basically did that, but it took a lot now mm-hmm. stuff like that is fine with me, but doing it like I think if Adobe has their own guidelines you can't just create a whole image using AI
0: you can only create so, like so, parts of an image yeah that's part of their whatever.
1: guidelines you can mm-hmm. use you can't use it to create something you have to you know use mm-hmm. your own stuff and yeah, help mm-hmm. with it that's yeah. what I do with my shoes because I did a shoot at a studio once and then a while back and basically there was a wall mm-hmm that's like detachable actually, and it's a white wall. But and then when I took the shot, like you can see the ceiling and all that. So I just, you know, did all like circle the whole thing, mm-hmm. use AI to just say white wall and then done. Wow. Yeah, it took a lot of, it took a bit of work, but I got it done. That's awesome, man. But to that extent, I'm okay with it. But doing like stuff like what we've found out, AI videos and deep fakes, mm-hmm. I'm not okay with that. Yeah, you yeah. might have your own opinion. I know you, Kyle has his own.
2: Because yeah, I do, I do traditional art also. That's like what I majored in, and yeah. like it's mm-hmm. obviously been a huge topic in the art scene also. Yeah. But yeah, well, I mean, nothing we can do about it unless they have been looking at like new laws and stuff about it. But yeah. we'll see where that goes. Yeah, even to the point where it actually led to some strikes. Yeah. You
1: know, like the Actors Guild, yeah, the Writers, yeah. no, the SAG-Astra, and then the Writers Guild. Like you know, because like ChatGPT is pretty all AI. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it helps with the writing and you know overall thinking or brainstorming. But still, <sighs> yeah. Although I know you probably dabble your own your own writing when it comes to videos, right?
2: Yeah, like again, storytelling and all. Yeah, that. like again, well, yeah, we'll see um, how it affects like storytelling stuff. I guess creatively. It can be useful if you're like the type where it's like, oh, I love making shots, but like stories I have a problem with. It can be like a fun exercise to like have AI give you a prompt and then you make the video around it or something. But again, I, I would like to think surprisingly, like you would think like like art and stuff wouldn't be touched by, by AI, like traditional art, but that's kind of what's been impacted more by AI. I think since photo and video, it's like, you're usually recording like the real world, like something that's a lot harder to replicate than like a drawing style. I think it's going to take a lot longer for it to to, like impact like professional photography and videography as like, it's still not good, like you said with like the scams and deep fakes and stuff. Yeah, But I mean, that's less so impacting like video and photography jobs and more just impacting like the world, I suppose. Yeah,
1: that makes sense.
2: Damn. But anyways, we are
0: out of time mm-hmm. for today. Yep. That's all the time we got. Kyle, it was awesome having you here. Thank you for having me. Peach and fun. I learned a whole lot. And now I can yeah. probably start a storyboard and start working on a few short films that I want to do. <laughs> no, same, same. In 2024, join sure. the Hose Film Festival next same. year. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But awesome. yeah, it's a lot. Like I learned a lot from Kyle. I learned a lot from Emerson too. It's so much we learned. And then yeah, it was pretty amazing. So Hopefully you can come back at some point. Yeah, yes, love to. Yeah. yeah, because like you know you offer a lot, so you know let's see what we end
2: up talking about.
1: Maybe film. But you never yeah, know. Yeah, again. Yeah, follow,
2: a shout out Kylo Grain on TikTok if you like film photography. Yeah, <laughs> I would love to talk about that too. A huge hobby of mine, but yeah, we'll see. Awesome sweet,
0: man. Sweet. Awesome man. All right, guys, that is episode seven. Episode seven, guys. Emerson signing off.
1: And this is Peach also signing off. We'll see you next time. Peace.
0: Thank you for listening to the Fote Bros Podcast. Feel free to follow us on Instagram at FootBrospodcast Bros Podcast and follow us on x slash Twitter at Fote Bros.